I'm good. Travis, what's the crack with you? Good, good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sorry that this took so long, everyone. Um, <laughs> this is the GNT podcast with Marty. Now, disclaimer: Marty's not going to be in all of them. Um, our schedules were just so busy, and it, that kind of resulted in this taking so long to even get happening. So, what's going to happen is Marty's going to feature when he's here mm. and when he's not. Um, we'll just play on, yeah. and vice versa. If you're away at Cork. Maybe we can just do one without you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or without me, yeah, yeah. either. Well, that's not going to happen because it's all about you. It's all about me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's GNT Podcast. G- Welcome to GNT Podcast. I'm uh, Travis. This is... This is Travis. This is Gordon. <laughs> uh, if you don't know us, uh, you're about to get to know us. Um, so, yeah, Travis, do you want to dive into this as usual? Yeah. Because so it's all about you. It's all about me about and you. Gordon. This is just a bit of a buffer anyways. Um, we're going to just introduce ourselves, talk a wee bit about like how we ended up living together and uh, essentially take it from there. So it Sounds stunning. So, Travis, how did we meet? We met through TikTok. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. We did. To be fair, you we remember. Met, I I remember it well. We mm. went. We met. Yeah. I can't even speak. We met through TikTok. Yeah, uh, I think it came about because um, I saw Travis's stuff and started liking it, and then there was a reciprocation of likes. And it's like a, it's like a, the animals in the wild courting, as one would say. Yeah, you know, it's like the twenty first century version, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's this this epic dance. So then there was likes back and forth. And if I recall correctly, I think I sent him a voice note talking shit about someone. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's how all friendships start. Yeah, yeah, it, essentially, and I think he agreed, but didn't push back on it. So I was like, "This guy's pretty sound." <laughs> <laughs> so I so think that's how. It when did you start making TikToks? Um, so I have a TikTok account since what are we in now? Twenty twenty one. So the end of twenty nineteen, but I didn't actually start posting till just before lockdown last yeah. March. So last March 2020, I think, would have been... And why did you do it? Like, why did you get the app and think, I'm going to make content? Or did you make content before that? Um, I didn't really make content per the series that I was in um, before, but I didn't make anything. I was just in it. Um, but, like, acting is my real my real passion. And obviously, since the theatre got closed down um, in March, I was like, TikTok's a good avenue. It'll be a bit of a laugh. Plus, there was a good bit of talent on it as well. Like, I <laughs> you know, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, okay. So I said, uh, yeah, you know, I started making them then and whatnot. Um, yeah. What about you? What 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 made you decide to download it? How long are you on it? Um, I think I started last. I think I downloaded it in September, and then I kind of tried the odd video, didn't work, and then I really had to go to it. And to be honest. Gary V put me on TikTok. Oh, Gary V stuff class, yeah. He was preaching that it's undervalued. Everyone get on it. The organic reach is really high. He's not wrong. And I gave it a few stabs. And at first I was looking through my um, my Instagram uh, stories. Yeah. To see if there was just anything funny there. Because I, I actually had no idea what to upload. Mm. And uh, I just was getting stupid videos like of ducks and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I put them on. And my first one got 600 views. And I was like, I've got no followers, and 600 people saw that. Yeah, it's amazing. And at the time, I was trying YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on YouTube, you know, we were getting like 47 views or yeah. something. We got a thousand once, and that was huge for us. But yeah, yeah. to get 600 off the bat, I was like, there is something here. And right enough, I think the maybe the fourth or the fifth video got 30,000 views. <laughs> and after that, I was like, I was like, none of my friends know I'm on this app. Mm. 
no one really knows about this app yeah, yet yeah, apart yeah. from the younger ones yeah. and so like i could actually go ham on this for yeah. a good while and build an audience yeah that is based around my personal brand evidently, start there. evidently that worked <laughs> what was your what was your first video what my was it first, like was it bad was it yeah so basically um we went to edinburgh yeah uh, we were on this trip in edinburgh yeah. and um there was there's a city farm i forget the name of it but it was pissing rain that day he doesn't forget it. he just doesn't want to plug them Go what <laughs> he doesn't forget it he just doesn't want to plug them. forget what <laughs> the name of the farm <laughs> oh the farm sorry i no, i actually don't it was like something farm yeah but yeah, yeah. um there was a video yeah so basically it, it was pissing rain and um there was this duck pen and there was uh just one duck in this pen yeah and he was like standing in the rain just looking away yeah really miserable looking and it was pissing rain he just looked really upset <laughs> And so I took my phone and started recording them, and I just went, wah. <laughs> and the duck just went, turned its head and gave me the side eye. Yeah. Like. <laughs> as if. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. like, as in like, you know, don't shit on my yeah, day. Yeah, it's, yeah. Already, it's, already, it's already terrible. <laughs> so I basically got that video, and I froze the moment the duck turned to me, and you could yeah. see its eye looking at me. And then I just put up this rap music. It was like, pull up, pull up. <laughs> And uh, it's just, that that was it basically. And six hundred views. I was like, six. Like that's so funny because if it, this is the way I always put it, like because a lot of people we know would always talk about views. They always yeah. talk about views, and I don't think you can ca- get caught up in the views because six hundred views. If six hundred people were in a room looking at you, that's impressive. Like, yeah. Like I've done plays where there's six hundred people have come to that, and that's a sellout. Like just like that. Yeah, it's nuts. The reach of it is 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 outrageous. But yeah, so you move you move down from your six hundred views then to yeah, and then and then I did another one from my um from my Instagram. Yeah. And it was um it was you know the statues on O'Connell Street. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Someone put a tinfoil hat on the statue. And that's really high up. That's impressive. Like so, that that was the just Jim, a video. The Jim Larkin one or the uh, the one that's Nelson's closest column. to the O'Connell O'Connell Bridge. Oh yes, Nelson's Column. As far as I know, I could yeah. be wrong on that. So if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Not dope. <laughs> Come here. Yeah. You said before TikTok, you were what were you doing before that? Uh, so before TikTok, I for everyone that doesn't know, uh, I actually did go to college. Um, I did business. You did I did I did go I did I did business. That was fun. I had no interest in doing it. Um, then after that, I was well. While I was doing that, I was working in a nightclub and was working on off license. Then I went off and in I, Cork, yeah, in yeah. Cork. Then I was doing a big boy job. You know, when you leave college and you're like, I'm going to take over the world. I'm going to be the next Jeff Bezos. Yes. Yeah, we went and did that for a while, and it's quite funny because I always had a, I had a grow for acting, and I I really always wanted to do it because I did it in school, and I ended up. However, ending up being in a play in a house that we rent out. So the tenants there organised a play because there's a lot of history with that house. Uh, the director of the Abbey Theatre from the early 1920s lived there, wrote his plays there and stuff like that. So they asked me to be in, it, be in it and at the time I didn't have time. So like two weeks out before the play where they were stuck for someone, they asked me would I do a role and I was like, yeah, no problem. So I did it and I was like, yep, I love this. Love it. So I went home and I told the parents, I was like, yeah, I, uh, I want to be an actor. Oh, right. Yeah, I went down like a lead balloon. Oh, like a, they were like, what? Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, that went down like a lead balloon. Then I've done a couple of shows in between that and just, just love it. There's no feeling like it. it it's it's indescribable because yeah. people say to you, you get bitten by the acting bug. And I never, 
I did it in school, obviously, but like I never had that that grow. But yeah, once you do it, it's 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 very interesting. I was going to join the guards for years. Yeah, yeah. That's so everyone. Yeah, everyone must wonder why you're so good at be playing a guard. Yeah. So like when I finished, like when I finished school, um, all I wanted to do was join the guards, and that was. I won't tell you which year, because then you'll be able to work out my age. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. thought I was going to do that, didn't you? We're not getting that inside we're not, we're not get, You have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I did my leaving cert, and I was going to join the guards, and there was actually a recruitment freeze at the time. So the reason that I would say that I can play a guard well, in my opinion, anyway, is I actually joined the reserves for the guards for many years. I was in that for five years, and a lot of my family and friends would be. And, yeah, so I got a lot of experience there, and... I just didn't end up joining. Uh, that's f- that's for the the extra. Well, I'll tell you the reason to that after. Yeah, so that's a big story. Yeah, um, it's an interesting one. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know where you are on on revealing that to the world, but it's um, you basically were on your way to being a guard. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, and you, and, you chose um, not to. In the yeah, end. I chose not yeah. to. Um, there was obviously some mitigating circumstances, you know. Yeah. Uh, in relation to that, nothing bad. We didn't do anything. Don't worry. But you know, life gets in the way and stuff like that. So I didn't yeah. end up uh, doing it. But on hind, like all that, all I ever wanted to do was be a guard. Yeah. Um. But the funny thing about that is, at the time, it feels like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah, of course. But other things can come out of it. Like a lot of people would say, like, "Oh, you know, you didn't get this, you didn't get that." And there's one saying that I hate and I despise it. It's what's for you won't pass you by. Yeah. And I don't believe in it, but. I always say for a negative, there's always something positive come out to yeah. comes out of it. Unless you're doing, uh, then there's really nothing positive coming out of that. But yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting one. If if I uh, if I had joined the guards, I wouldn't be here. So yeah. Well, there you go. And I wouldn't have found my graph for acting and yeah. whatnot. So yeah, it's it's not. And I have a question: How did you get into the whole content creation? Was that was that something that you woke up one day and said, "I want to do that," or? When you were in college, or did you always have a grow for it, or always, man? Oh, oh sidebar for anyone that's not Irish, grow is the Irish for love. Just to <laughs> let you know what that is, because they're all sitting there. What's he on about grow? Like, yeah, I was like uh, <laughs> Tim McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, go on. So yeah, just mind your levels a bit. Yeah. If you just check them there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I was always like a creative person. Mm. Um. I started drawing really young. Like yeah. we have pictures in the scrapbook at home. Yeah. From pictures I drew when I was four. And you could see like outlines. It was like a hedgehog or some Sonic a hedgehog or something like that. Yeah. But not to toot my horn, but they, they you know, they were I, I could articulate you know, the brain to the pen yeah. or the pencil. Wouldn't be like you to toot your own horn. Sorry? Wouldn't be like you to toot your own horn. No, not at all. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, yeah. Um but yeah, I've I've been drawn since I can remember, and in school I used to draw when I was in um, primary school in Derry because I grew up in in Derry. Mm. Um, we would do kind of challenges, or we we would just draw in class, right? And I remember when I was like seven, we were drawn, we were taken to the cinema to see Flubber. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna cut that out. Um, <laughs> we were taken to the cinema to see a movie. Yeah. And um. Basically, we had to come back and draw our favorite character from the movie. Yeah. And uh, so I was drawing it, and the teacher looked at it and then just brought me to the office. 
and I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> but the teacher was saying like you're really really good at drawing, yeah. and you know like you'll get a, like a sticker for this and like and everything. Remember when you used to get a sticker? Yeah, I don't because I got thrown out of class too many times. But yeah, I uh, assume it's well a great feeling. I a few stickers, <laughs> but uh, from there, I have to say like the school was really good. They really nurtured my art. Your gift, as one would say. And yeah, I was drawing was just my thing. Yeah. Um, so then I was led to believe that drawing was going to be my career. Not yeah. drawing, but design was what, was what I went into. But um, yeah, even when we were in secondary school, mm. um, I was like the guy that had the, ca- the phone camera and the video camera. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I would make edits of my mates and put them on YouTube. And I was always making... I, I always just had ideas and wanted to make like funny things. Yeah. Just funny videos. It was never like... I'm funny or I'm a comedian. It's just I saw funny things in other people. Yeah, yeah. So I was the one behind the camera. I was never the one in front of the camera. I was the one behind the camera kind of making this guy from my classic yeah. character and, yeah. and, you know, putting that in YouTube at the time when a young before sc- YouTube was a thing. A young Scorsese, some, should say, some could yeah, say. The exact same, yeah, absolutely. Mm. But um, that's when I got into it. But obviously you grow up and you're like, well, the bill's got to be paid, yeah. you know, got to do this and... I deviated from graphic design to, to business. I, I kind of bullshitted myself for a while before I just eventually came back to content. Yeah. And TikTok just came at the right time because, I mean, I gave YouTube a stab and I, I could have probably made it if I was more consistent, but yeah. Um, I guess I wasn't just getting any results straight away, so I got fed up Yeah. and I stopped and I did my degree and all that stuff. But yeah, I, when, yeah when TikTok just came at the right time when I was having these realizations about how I wanted to be self-employed and not be kind of part of the, the conventional system yeah, yeah. and tiktok was just there and i just mm. like I, I both a saw it as an outlet a creative outlet and then b i kind of potentially saw it as, as building my brand which is something i want to do in the future anyways yeah. so that that's what kicked it off for me and do you find because obviously with youtube there's a lot of work that goes into it with the editing and stuff like that yeah. do you think that the tiktok is a vehicle for organic growth on your end with yeah. a view to going into other social media or is TikTok something you can focus entirely on because I assume a lot of people that watch you on TikTok and they see what are you up to now 100 and I'm at 145,000 yeah. followers growing every day as one would say yeah Um, like do you think people should focus entirely on one or should you distribute yourself you should distribute yourself always yeah. well it depends what type of person you are but for me I've always enjoyed the longer form content yeah I think there's more to give now TikTok had the best reach at the time mm. so it was a perfect vehicle to just kickstart my brand but eventually it's going to lead into this you know making a podcast mm. making vlogs yeah doing longer form challenges that's that's the way it's going completely yeah, yeah, yeah. like out that's i would love to be a youtuber yeah i would love it i'm engrossed in the youtube world yeah i follow all the youtubers you do you do to be fair you do uh, i'm totally invested you in have all, you all have up to the minute updates there um with everything that's going on i'm kind of sitting there on the couch and i'm just like yeah, it's, it's I know am- the I know these names. It's amazing, but the thing about YouTube is, talent comes to the forefront. Yeah. Whereas in traditional media, you've got TV, and it's very kind of bias and who do you know and like what kind of you know, it's very, it, it's going out of out of fashion. I think, especially with the digital era, you know, basically what what people are into what the market says is the best will will be what is popular, mm. whether it's James Charles or Addison Rae's. Yeah. The people are literally choosing what they want to see and propelling them to the center stage. I do think that, uh, I do think that YouTube really does give a vehicle for everyone 
not only to post because obviously anyone can post on it but every interest is catered for on YouTube yeah. like if you like trains there's some guy with trains yeah. or some, some woman with trains they're it's, like it's actually amazing and that's why I love that world because you know I could sit on YouTube and watch you know um, something about pawning you know your favourite items or yeah. I can watch something about boxing or I can yeah. watch and there's just so much content for every single niche mm. whereas traditional media you're just you're just given what what you get this is what you have what I, what I, what I find about YouTube even if you look at everything like you have your Netflix you have your Amazon Prime you have um, you have all of these instantaneous things even TikTok but like even if you look at OnlyFans that's, yeah. that's become huge like that there's people making careers and we know them off of TikTok, off of Instagram, there's people, both male and female, making a living wage from this. And like a lot of people have asked me my opinion on it. Like, and it's kind of my mantra in life, really, is if you're not hurting kids, animals, and you're not breaking the law, like each their own. I, I really do think well, that it's 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 all about personal brand, mm. and that's why I invested early in TikTok because personal brand is like I can I, it, I feel like I can see ahead yeah and I can see that like your personal brand is going to be your most important thing yeah. in the next 10 years um and it's it's kind of more important than you know traditional um just traditional ways of working yeah like your personal brand is really important to build mm. um kind of before it pops yeah I get you yeah so yeah that's my frame of mind yeah but because I think I think you, I, I agree with you on that in relation to your personal brand because people are investing in the personality that someone has. Like, if you look at traditional media and stuff like that, you're you're watching, we'll say, you know, documentaries or whatever they've written or put on, and you're kind of liking the characters that are being portrayed to you, but whereas on YouTube and on the internet, people can create a persona to a certain extent, but the mask always slips. I think I've, yeah. I've seen that. But with a personal brand, you're actually investing in that person yeah, and what they're creating. Exactly, I I think it's I think it's the most important thing to do right now. Mm. Build your personal brand, yeah. and I'm going ham on my personal brand. Yeah, you know, um, so I I left. You know, I had a corporate job. Uh, it didn't make me happy at all, mm. uh, and that's not to say corporate jobs aren't for everyone because yeah. there are some people that are completely content. You know, having their schedule and their nine to five and their employers yeah. and their safety. Yeah. But um, I would risk all of that just for the freedom and to, to make my own time. Not make my own time, but basically do what I want with my own time. See, I agree with you, I agree with you on that because, again, it comes back to my whole mantra. Like, as long as you're not harming anyone or breaking any laws, you know, do your yeah. own thing, whatever makes you happy. Because, like, time is a finite resource. So, you know, you're not going to get it back. Do what makes you happy. And I, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I know a lot of people that go to work and do their nine to five and mm -hmm. they're working for, you know finance companies working for consulting companies or they're working in their local shop and you know they're happy and fair play to them like yeah. you know they are happy but it, it's not something i could be happy doing no in saying that i would have been very happy joining the guards um but you know this whole acting journey and whatnot that i am on it's much more enjoyable than a traditional job i think so let's take it back to that mm. you went for the guards yeah didn't work out yeah um you then you were on youtube mm. yeah i did a do you want to explain that yeah so um i did a series i don't you know you know who yeah the series. yeah simon wilson um he's a youtuber he does 
He's majority, a big YouTuber. Yeah, he is a big YouTuber. He does a lot of um, no money challenges. Yeah. So the premise of it is going to a country and staying there for 24, 48 hours with no money and he has to get around and survive there for 24 yeah. hours. So the premise of the challenge that I did with him was there was five of us and we were landed in a location and we had to get from that location to another one. So it just happened to be Amsterdam. So it was Amsterdam to Brussels with no money, but we were all racing each other and it was a five grand, five grand cash prize. So we had to go get from Amsterdam to Brussels, Brussels to Paris, Paris to um, Marseille, Marseille to Lyon, and Lyon to Monaco. So, that so you raced across Europe yeah. as part of a YouTuber's challenge yeah. against other strangers? Strangers, yeah. For a cash prize, yep. and you had no money? No, not a penny. Not so how the hell did that go? So it went very well. It's possibly to date one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had. Um we landed in uh, the airport in Amsterdam and we were put in a van blindfolded and then we were dumped in a park. The blindfolds were taken off. It was no, like no, no. You were put on a private jet. Oh, uh, well, yeah. We were put on a private jet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were flown on a private jet yeah. we were flown to on a, a random location. To a random location. So and then you were dumped in the middle of nowhere and you were told to find your way to, to Brussels. Yeah. To Brussels. Yeah. So the first day... With no money. Not a penny. No supplies. Nope. All now, no supplies is not not f- entirely correct. We had a, a backpack, and in that bag was a bottle of ketchup, a bottle of rich tea, uh, b- uh, a packet of rich tea biscuits, a bottle of water, yeah, a pen, and a notepad. That's all we had. That's oh, insane. I, oh, and we had a little, you know, the small little phones, you know, the the you'd trap a, phones. You need a burner it. phone to yeah. get out of a bad situation if that happens. Yeah, because yeah, like, it's dangerous. Yeah, if you wanted to, if you wanted to eject or quit, or you got in. In some yeah. kind of emergency, you had that. Also, we did have cameramen with us, mm-hmm. uh, but the cameramen were of no help at all. Like, you know, they were just there to shoot all the stuff. Um, you could chat to them, but, like, if you asked them anything, they were telling you nothing. Like, So, how many people watched this? Um, I In total, out of the whole series, I think it's in and around 6 million, I think. 6 million. Yeah, because f- I know the first one has two. Well, you've got YouTube views, but then you've got Facebook views as well. So, oh, oh, so oh, fa- many yeah. people. If I was, like, conservatively estimating, I think there's about 10 million people have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. I, but as as I said, like, it doesn't really hit home to me because I'm just like, yeah, I just did a thing there. But, like, even you see it in the comment section, oh, this is the guy from the Rat Race videos, or yeah. this is the Gordon from Simon Wilson, and it's, it's hilarious, like. But uh, it's possibly one of the best um, experiences I've had. Yeah, yeah, it's. But um, you watch Simon, so. Yeah, so I'm I'm a big fan of Simon Wilson. Mm. Um, he's a huge YouTuber. Yeah. And I basically watched his series. Um, and I saw Gordon. I didn't even know Gordon. Yeah. But I watched the guy anyways. And then when I went on TikTok, he was coming up in my for you page. And I was like, I know that guy. And it, that was the first time we interacted. I commented. I said, you're on Simon Wilson's thing. Yeah. And uh, he was like, that's me, buddy. That's me, pal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we, we eventually started following each other after that. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. It is. The, the funniest thing about it is the one question I get asked repeatedly. Yeah. Is, is Simon the same in person as he is in his videos? And I can 100% confirm, yes, he's yeah. the exact same. The exact like the the transparency is, is crazy. Um, he's literally what you see is what you get with him. Like, yeah. Um, like, the, I've met a lot of people that do YouTube or are social media influencers or whatever they like to be called, 
and there's a there's a certain f- a facade or a fakeness behind it, and mm-hmm. no, there's nothing. He's he's l- what you see is what you get with him. Yeah. So is that the reason then you started TikTok or? Um, see, about the time that I was in that, I was also doing plays. Yeah. And preparing for a play as well, so I came back and again the acting would be my number one. Um, but doing that series gave me more of a push to content because as you said like even in the acting world personal brand is a big thing yeah so they go hand in hand really so, so it, it it gave me that push to say you know what you should just do it because like at the end of the day you can audition for 100 200 parts and we can get anything but you can put stuff on the internet and you, you if you can't get work create your own and there's an essence of that in it like so you are yeah. creating your own work. So the goal, the goal for you is to be an actor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's your that's that your be, yeah, macro yeah. goal. That's yeah, your my big macro thing. goal would be to be to be a working actor. Um, yeah. A lot of it's a funny funny thing. A lot of people that speak to me say, "Do you want to be famous to be an actor?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, no, it's like, not quite like that." No, it? no, it's not at all. And uh, I've said this to you on a numer- on num- numerous occasions. Like, obviously, we've done a lot of videos together, and I, like I don't want to sound big headed or anything like that. But they've got a lot of views. Yeah, they have. Well, it's true. Um. I would I would be close to saying it's in around twelve to fifteen million. I would say. Well, there's one video of you on TikTok with six million views. Just no, just a singular video. But I, I will correct that. And that and that is your face and your face only in that video. Now it's on my channel, but yeah. there is a, a video with six million views in your face mm. and you're speaking. So that's would, tons of exposure. It then got a further two hundred thousand on Instagram. Um, I would like to put it out there that um, I am merely the face. This man writes, directs, <laughs> edits shoots all of this so well you know it, it, it's a duo uh, let's I, talk about that yeah so we were talking on tiktok yeah and you know getting along mainly talking about other creators yeah. you know what gripes us and well, basically and i was talking shit and you were listening yeah 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 but i i, I partook in the, <laughs> you in did, the shit you talking <laughs> i won't deny that so yeah i think then um what happened for me was i was in donegal in lockdown and getting very bored you know by myself all the time and yeah i thought it was kind of time to meet some other creators so um two birds one stone i'd never been to cork before yeah. the restrictions lifted i decided i was going to go to cork i've never been there hmm. um and then i hit you up you did uh we also met dennis dennis O'Sullivan, cork. who's no longer on tiktok bless up yeah and then we met james buckley as well james. another creator from mayo all tiktokers james um but that was kind of what started it because that was the catalyst for really because obviously we were uh, just for the people that don't know obviously we came to live with Marty as well uh, through this we'll get to that part but we were all in a group chat together so this is how we all know each other to a certain extent but yeah so Travis yeah, came to Cork so anyway we came down and uh, it turned into a bit of a piss up didn't it, it? it, 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 it a bit um, is a bit, that's an understatement you came down for a weekend and you stayed for a week yeah yeah, you know, that was a funny weekend. So I came down for a weekend. Um, I booked a hotel. And, yeah, we just got to know each other mm. and drank. And, yeah, it was it was a break for me that I needed. Yeah. And we all got drunk. Uh, Gordon didn't because he was driving. But we all got to know each other. And then we started making videos as well. We, we did, started yeah. featuring in each other's videos. And the videos all did well because he said, oh, you know, Gordon yeah. is here with Travis or Dennis is there. Yeah. And Dennis is very popular anyways. Yeah, James um, is here. But then what we did, and James, then what we did was um, Dennis has a holiday home in Dingle. He does, yeah. He does. So it's instead of going home, house. we just went to Dingle for like four days. 
Yeah, we, I think we were sitting in the hotel and you were like, oh, I'm going home tomorrow. And was it, was Dennis like, do you want to go to Dingle? Yeah. I think that's how it came up. I think he was like, do you want to go to Dingle? I love stuff like that. Yeah. Because I'm I'm very bad for like, let's keep let's keep pushing the boat out. Yeah, let's, yeah, um, yeah. you know. See how far this goes like. Yeah, yeah. And we were having a lot of fun and it was lockdown and well, lockdown just eased a bit. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. So we went to Dingle. And I'd never been to Dingle either. And then what well, turned into Never a weekend really. turned into kind of us going to Dingle and Kerry or Clarny yeah. and Cork. And we just made so much content. Mm. The content all did well. And then we went back to our respective homes, mm. just like that. And I think after that, I realized I was... There was a niche. Yeah, I, I was just like, well, I want to be around more creators because, you know, I'm at home in my mom's house making videos. Yeah. And... Not there's that no, no one supported me, but there's nothing worse. No, there's no like it, bar the fact that the whole support thing. Nobody's going to hold the camera. Like yeah, nobody wants to hold the and camera. You just feel like you're kind of putting everyone out by yeah. saying like, "Oh, I've got to make this video. Can you hold the camera? Can you come outside?" Yeah, and you take them away from what they're doing. Mm. And I just realized after that weekend, I I do need to be around other creators. Yeah, and you know we were already in contact with Martin Marty Gilfoyle at the time mm. and he was sending us messages being saying like oh i wish it was there it looks like yeah. such fun and eventually he just outright said he said yeah we were we were actually in galway yeah if you remember yeah we went we went to galway the following week uh was it the following week or two weeks after two weeks after yeah. we went we yeah, went we, to galway yeah we did uh, dennis uh travis and uh, dennis james, travis, james and i and um i think we were we were just on Spanish Arch, and uh, I think I sent a photo to Marty or something, and he was just like, "Right, um, who's ready to live together?" And I think Travis and I were the first two. Um, James was supposed to as well, but uh, life got in the way, so James couldn't, unfortunately. And I think we just decided, you know, let's do this. And I went home after Galway, and I spent like four days looking for a house. Marty went to view it, and she and scale. It was really fast, and the funny thing was, I was so ready to move out of Donegal mm. I'd been there for you know eight months or whatever it was and just ready to have my own space again yeah. it was never meant to be that long you yeah, know yeah. it was meant to be stay at home for a bit and then move out I was actually going to leave the country yeah, but yeah, yeah. the um, little thing called a global pandemic yeah my, my plan was never to come back to Dublin because yeah. I moved out of Dublin to go back I to Donegal I remember you telling me that yeah and then the thought of moving back to Dublin was just better than being in Donegal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though the, the rent is crazy high here, but, you know, I have savings, mm. so I think it, it was more important for my mental health just to be in a good environment, you know, for however long this goes on because there's there's no real... There's uh, no end in sight, yeah, yeah. there's no end in sight, so I may as well be building my brand here exactly, with other yeah. creators and... Shanae, that was kind of it, right? We just was, yeah, was we f- moved to, we all moved to Dublin. It was hilarious. I didn't I literally didn't tell my parents that I was leaving till like the week before. Really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the no. fuck? No, literally didn't tell them. Yeah. No, no. Just literally the week before yeah. after I had everything sorted. I was like, Yep, I'm going to Dublin. But and you know I, what? You're a grown man and you, you need to need to spread your wings. You need to do your thing. So funny. I was just like, Yeah, I'm moving to Dublin. And they were like, What? Yeah. And Oh, he was just like, yeah, I'm going next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it was grand. Like, they were, my parents would be quite supportive. Um, but again, you know, they're like the traditional Irish, pa- Irish parents. Shouldn't you get a nice little jobby in there now and, yeah. you know, get your money and you'd be happy. Like, but. So, I will say, since we moved here, it, yeah. it was, it's been a very positive move. Mm. 
Um, I, I think, agree. you know, not only mentally, right? You know, I'm way happier mentally. You know, I've got my own space. I'm yeah. around like-minded people. That's a big thing. Mm. Um, I'm getting to make more content. It's become the focus of my day. Yeah. And, you know, and then you've got the numbers. So I think I was at 90,000 followers. We're up, you know, almost uh, 60K easily um since we've moved here so it just kind of shows you know when you get in that collaborative space um the growth just is exponential it is yeah it's straight up and it's the same with you right Mm. because like obviously see a lot of people have asked me like oh you know you don't post on your own but see again this comes back to the whole duo thing so like and that's not to say that like when i say duo it's just we happen our schedules line up more than yeah so Travis and I are would be I in my mind are a match made in heaven for the simple fact of I want to be an actor I like to star in things I like to be in things my brain doesn't work on the editing side of thing I can't see an angle I can't see a shot or anything like that my brain just doesn't function like that whereas his does so yeah. I'll do anything as long as it doesn't result in me getting a charge no problem like that's yeah. that's my rule of thumb like so then he he wants someone to do these things and so on and so forth. So I think it's 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 a match made in heaven, really. That's always been my thing. I've had the ideas mm. and not the willing participants. Yeah. Sorry, not the willing participants. Yeah. So you're a very willing participant. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, and there is full if anyone th- that doesn't know, Gordon will do most things. Yeah. There's only one thing I won't. Doesn't matter if it's yeah. in public or it's embarrassing. He he will do it. I had one. Yeah. yeah. And that's been great. And since we've um since we've started doing that, um. You know the followers have gone up. the mm. The views have gone up uh, yeah. within the first two weeks that we were living together. Easily, at the we fu- struck we struck a three point five million view video. Yeah. One day later, we got a five point five million video. Yeah. Then after that, we got a nine hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, two hundreds. You know, several of them. So, um, you can really see the difference oh, of when yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, put yeah, your yeah. head together yeah, and what can, the result is. Yeah. You can see the um. The result of it, bear opposed to one v two people in it, like. But I think I know I get laughed at for saying this, but when I think a lot of people try to do collaborations, and I think they do it based on a business outlook, yeah, or how what can I get out of this? Whereas if two people get on and they're friends and they gel, mm. um, I think the content comes out better. Yeah, I, I do think that. I do think that uh, there's a lot of. In the world, I think there's a lot of forced collaborations, which I don't think will ever work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes across blatantly on um, on video as well. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, we're all very like-minded, including mm. Marty as well. So yeah. Marty, um, Marty Guilfoyle is a DJ. He's he's our other housemate. Mm. Um, he's a well-known DJ. He's a radio presenter. And he's just an, an influencer as well. Yeah. I would say he's kind of involved in fitness as well. Um, if if you check his Google search, he's a musical artist. Yeah, so Marty's going for music. Mm. Um, that's his goal. Mm. You know, he he wants to be the guy that you hear you hear on the radio. Yeah, and he already is a guy you hear on the radio, right? But he's he's trying to basically break that barrier. Yeah. as an international artist, mm. which is a really really tough it's road. Tough game, yeah. But the thing we all realized is, um, all of us, whatever goals we're going for. Um, our social medias g- give us significantly more chance of, oh, do, yeah. of achieving that. For Marty, if he's well known online, he's got way more chance mm. of being able to push his music and just everyone responding better to his music. You, um, the same with acting. Big you know, um, yeah, when time. you go for a role or you know, y- 
you're even gonna getting, even getting you're gonna look at your socials and they're gonna say like right this even is a well-known guy even if you look at like you cr- we're creating our own work like yeah you are creating your own work at the end of the day bar a whole presence and stuff like that like because this is a lot of uh, this is a lot of what people always forget like acting music writing it's mm. all art yeah. it's all art yeah. and like that's the way i view acting is acting is art and it's a craft and as i just going back to what i said earlier a lot of people would say oh you obviously want to be famous it's like no <laughs> I, have yeah. I have no desire to be famous i want to make good art that changes people's perception and you know evokes emotion or or whatnot and the result of making good art is it being well known and yeah. is fame so you know like even in relation to what you were saying about videos, it's never tangible to me that it's been seen that many times. Like to this, like to this yeah. day, it never is. Um, I'm just like, yeah, we're we're two guys that make videos and just throw them on the so internet. T- like. Tell me a bit about that, right? So yeah, you you did the Simon Wilson thing. Yeah, did so, people recognize you from that? Yeah, it was quite funny. So um, obviously, no, you know, for anyone that's watching, um previously stated i did the simon wilson thing so when i was coming back from it so i went over and did the challenge and then i flew back over to manchester when it was aired and then was flying back from manchester i got stopped a couple of times being like oh you're in the rat race and stuff like that so yeah you know i was kind of like you know it's this is around town yeah so i was in manchester first and then i got back to cork a couple of people would have as well and things like that this is before lockdown as well yeah this was before coronavirus yeah this was november 2019 november december 2019 um so it was it was yeah it was interesting like getting stopped it was a weird feeling um being like because i'm just like oh yeah i just did a thing yeah whatever so that was fine and then obviously i was doing a play in the meantime and stuff like that and then corona hit and so realistically we were all inside from yeah so that was the funny part you weren't seeing anyone during your content creation side right no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't seeing anyone uh, at all. Like, obviously, I had a show, but like those, like it's it's quite funny for me. Those two worlds are completely worlds apart. Like, yeah, the theatre and film to social media, there's two worlds apart. Like, so anyone that I was in a play with, like, had never seen anything like that. But you know, that's fine. Um, so I didn't, I didn't experience any of what content creators would experience. You know, that kind of way. So then obviously in March lockdown hit and stuff like that my first taste of seeing that content creation um was being s- the content we created was being seen was obviously when I was with you and Dennis yeah. De- you and Dennis especially um yeah. like we were in Cork and it was people coming up to Dennis and you and then Kerry and then Galway and like I was just like jeez this is well that was the first real one for me yeah. um I was in Donegal the whole time right mm. And I would have little small experiences like going into town and like people shouting or people even coming to my house just because it's only gone. It's so small. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's fine. Like the local kids have seen my TikToks, yeah, you yeah. know, that's what it is. But it really hit home when we went to Galway yeah. and we decided to go to Spanish arts, right? And that's where all the students are and the students are all on TikTok. Mm. So they basically, you know, they basically recognize like we got recognized every time mm. we went somewhere. Yeah, that's not to be like, oh, we got recognized, but it, are you, going to lo- uh, you going to longitude? <laughs> <laughs> All my friends are like, buy the tickets. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Don't be a pussy. Well, that, <laughs> I'm sick. I, so, so Dennis, Dennis in particular, right, yeah. got kind of got swarmed. Yeah, uh, he's kind of that really like loyal fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was stopping him for pictures. Mm. 
And then the same happened to me, mm. and that was cool. And I only had like eighty thousand at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when when did you notice it after, right? Because you didn't. I don't think you know. There was a few people. I because I remember I was there. So some people saw you then, yeah. right? But then has it changed so much from mm. that period, yeah. which was August? Yeah, August. Yeah. Until now. Till November, December. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd, I'd like to state just for this podcast we in no way think we're famous <laughs> yeah <laughs> we obviously. don't uh, the local priest is more well known this is simply to illustrate the power of social media and its reach and its organic reach of TikTok because to me whenever whenever I see a number next to a video it doesn't make sense to me that people have seen it because well that was the reason I was bringing it up because yeah. you said the, the number doesn't mean anything yeah. but in real life mm. There's been millions that's of views, the, see, that's millions the, of eyes just watching it. Yeah, so see, see, that's the it's thing. It's more like how how has that been for you, and like how? Yeah, it's like it's so funny because I think the one that really really struck home is the Garda videos we did. Yeah, um, like that has I think is that does that have a hundred k likes at this point? I think which one? One of them. I think one of them has. Like the so, the Garda videos. Uh, yeah, one of them. Uh, se- no, several of them do. Yeah, um, they're the likes. So. Like that was that was never that number was never tangible to me that that many people liked it. Yeah, and I think we went in. Uh, we, we went into town. We went to get something. Yeah, or something. So we, we went, went in for takeaway pants. Yeah, one we night went in, and that was and that was that was after. Um, I think it was after level five. Yeah, it was. So yeah, we yeah, had level five, and then we we turned. So yeah, to make this more easily explainable, we we were in level five, and that was back in October period. Yeah, so it was the end of November. So there was something. a good there was a good period there where we yeah. couldn't do anything, and no, we were just no. churning out content. But you know, the first opportunity that they eased things, and we went out for takeaway pints. Yeah. We had like four people come up to you yeah. in the space of twenty minutes. Yeah, see again, like it, it's never tangible. It was never tangible to me. Yeah. It, again, it was just a number beside the thing, and. You know, you're, you're walking around town and you're just just walking around town like everyone else. And then you have people, like, shouting lines from a video you've yeah. made at you. Like, not in an aggressive way or anything, but it's it's funny because I'm like, oh, people are... Did it. you find that strange? Um, like, how did that feel? Did I find it strange? Um, strange in the way that, oh, that number actually means people have seen it. Because, like, to me... Well, what did you feel when it happened? I, fe- I, felt, I felt... I was like, oh, what's, what's this? Do you know, like, you know, kind, kind, what's this? Yeah, kind, kind of confused, if Ooh. you get me. Yeah, like you know when, see, I, 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 I'm getting back. I'm trying to get to the number. There's, there's a way of putting it. So, the number to me obviously didn't like. I didn't. It wasn't tangible. But when people start saying things that you've made in a video, you start to realize, oh, people are actually seeing the stuff yeah. I'm making. Yeah. Or I'm in, which is a thing. And I think when people quote the exact thing that you've said i think the most quoted one is um um are you having a bit of sh- uh, having a bit of a shindig there yeah yeah, yeah i yeah, think yeah. that's one of the most quoted ones are uh when are the saw doctors on yeah yeah i think the, those are the two quoted on i was kind of sitting there and i'm like like there's a lot of people saying this like yeah and it's just very funny to me like it is it is but the acting is really good um i think in the videos um if there's anybody watching here from any casting agencies uh, just that's i've got some monologues prepared <laughs> um but yeah no it's how do i feel obviously it's it, it's an interesting feeling because again you don't when you make videos on the internet i don't think you actually because you're just talking like predominantly we're talking to nobody when we're making videos yeah. like we're talking to each other or we're talking to thin air 
I think, yeah, without seeming so obnoxious, and competed, you, yeah. you have to um, sometimes take a step back and, mm. and just look at them and say, like, well, okay, that's that's real, you know, real views. The one thing that, in relation to the views, that always hits me is, obviously, you've got your comment section and stuff like that, but it's when you read the comments from people, like, oh, your videos really helped me get through lockdown, or, yeah. or when people say that, yeah, like, Obviously, you know, we, we, we've we discussed hate. Like, you and I, we don't really get it that much. There's yeah. a lot of people out there that do get it, don't get me wrong. Of like, course, but, yeah. um, Like, when, pe- when you get a really nice comment like that, it really, not that it hits home, but, like, it kind of make it reminds you, like, you're not making this funny stuff, like, for nothing. Like, somebody, yeah. somebody somewhere is taking something from this and, yeah. like we might make a video and we'd be like, oh yeah, you know, we, we found that funny, but someone takes something from that and it brightens their in. I think that kind of makes it all work well then. Is there anything on social media or being known on social media that bothers you? See, again, um, in relation to like the whole being known and stuff like that, obviously it's it's the acting thing. I have no desire to be to be known or anything like yeah. that. You know, that's that's not a goal for me, obviously with the rise of reality shows and stuff like that and like which I won't name uh, people just want to be famous and yeah. I, I think it's the Instagram age as well like if you hear everyone they want the followers and the blue tick like everyone yeah, wants a, everyone yeah, wants yeah. a blue tick I think it's a societal thing but um, it's what puts me off as well you know yeah. because um, yeah I mean I, I would like kind of you know I, I mean I have financial freedom but I would yeah. like to just create something entertainment I just want to entertain yeah. in a way um, and it's kind of that simple. It's it's not about for me. It's not about any niche or mm. or any particular job or role. Yeah. I just want to do things that are entertaining that people enjoy. And, and then, obviously, you know, you monetize enjoy. that in a way that I can sustain a good lifestyle for myself. Oh yeah, completely. Like nothing I com- extravagant. Like I completely agree with you. Obviously, you you know you want to entertain, but you also want to do things that entertain you and make you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And again, I think it. I, I would relate to that as well because obviously, I'd love to act. And make a living from it. Like, yeah. do you know what? I'd, I'd happily do it for free. I think people but, like I need to eat. People are yeah. People are afraid to say like I want to make money mm. or I want to do that. Blah blah blah. And I understand that because yeah. it makes it seem like your intent is wrong. Mm. But you know you can definitely have both. Oh yeah, like like at the end of the day, you know if it comes down to it, I'll 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 act for free and I'll do all of that. But at the end of the day, I need to eat. Yeah. No, and no one's going to hand me a loaf of bread for free, like. Yeah. So, like, you know, you obviously, you know, you want to get paid for what you do and stuff like that. But I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people, and I think it's a society thing as well that they just get into it to to be famous. But that yeah. that was never, never a desire of mine, and I don't think it was ever a desire of yours either. No, it's the thing that turns me off a bit, you know, especially like since TikTok blew up, everyone mm. is just trying to get their own bit of cloud you know oh yeah they, they, they really are it's, it's, it's I think hard you know it's hard to like upload in the same stream of people that are just really really thirsty i think clout has become the most addictive drug yeah i do definitely. think attention. yeah I, it's I, attention isn't it? it it really is i do yeah. think i do think clout has become like the most ad- addictive thing anyone can consume because yeah. it's so instantaneous like if you start po- and I think people people have fallen into this trap. You and I both know people that have something starts working and they just start lashing it out because, but they don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Be it content, be it something, because they're getting that instant like. Like, mm. if you're on your Instagram and we'll say you have a thousand, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand followers, and you're getting five hundred likes, you're going to see that you're getting five hundred likes, and you're going to post the same thing over and over again. Yeah. 
but you're not you know i just think it's that instant gratification like yeah so <clears throat> we're gonna wrap it up there um apologies if it's a bit of a scattered podcast and um, it was kind of important just at this stage just to get it rolling get it out of the way we had some technical difficulties it's our first we're gonna um it's our first day yeah we're gonna <laughs> iron them out yeah. um the other thing as well is we've set up a patreon so we would like to kind of up the production of this up the quality and yeah kind of turn it into you know a staple within our routine when it comes to making content and longer form content mm -hmm. give you guys a better insight as to what we're doing and what we're like what we're interested in and just stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about if that's something you're interested in so um i'm going to include links for patreon if you guys would like to contribute um it's only a small amount and we're going to make certain tiers for the patreon as well so what what you'll get when you sign up to the patreon is exclusive content uh we're going to dedicate a small section to the show after this where we uh you know answer questions we talk about you know more controversial mm. things more juicy content yes um and then on top of that and um, there'll be a few more tiers where you can get you know merch included as well and um so merch is something we want to roll out into it as to well. be honest i just need two euro for uh for a lewis <laughs> two euro <laughs> two euro for lewis, that's all i need yeah but no look this is something we want to turn into an actual avenue of income obviously and, um, obviously the the first episode is you know who we are and what we are and i hope we went into it named depth if if we didn't um you know feel free to dm Travis Leon one or Gordon Forbes uh, on Instagram. Um, obviously, there'll be a better structure, as he said, going forward, and it will be more topical. But we felt that we had to we had to do the first one. We just yeah we yeah, we had to, to bite the bullet yeah. um get it going just make sure there's something up start it you know there's no point you know uh, nitpicking and perfecting mm. something to the point where it doesn't actually happen. So no. um yeah apologies again if it's a bit sloppy and um, mm. we're actually going to revise this and go over it and fine tune everything. Yeah and uh you know set up all the correct avenues and this will be available on youtube and spotify yes it will uh, please make sure to follow us on instagram uh, travis um, leon one board on tiktok and instagram gordon forbes on instagram and tiktok and twitter You're yeah. are you on twitter um i'm on twitter i don't really use that i'm not too concerned about twitter but i'm an advocate um, of twitter i do love yeah oh i love going i love twitter because like the trending page and the threads are just oh. yeah I well, look for follow follow Gordon and all them streams and uh yeah we're going to we're going to do this weekly and we'll see you guys next time it's been emotional educational <laughs>